0: Bienvenidos and welcome. A cositas mommy never told me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up, porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos. You can't do that <laughs> right before we start recording. <laughs> Don't edit that out, even Leave, me. Leave me that. Leave me that shit. Hi.
1: Hola. Welcome. Welcome. Hi everybody. I'm debating if I should keep these glasses on or not because of the ring light, but they're giving very with the cute.
0: Yeah, I'm giving
1: very librarians today. Right. But I really need them. But it's not
0: a librarian being sexy for That's a sexy librarian. Really? Uh, I need them to s- to read. Because the librarians that I remember them just is ugly as fuck. I'm so sorry. But they were.
1: Yo, and you know what I was just thinking about the other day? That um
0: and that's about the same question.
1: Not that teachers nowadays don't smoke. But teachers, when we were kids. Oh my God. No, they smoked. and suck. They did like smoke. They, I, like, I was just thinking oh, was that it's so offensive. Every single one of my teachers. The fuck? Smelled like cigarettes. And
0: they used to bring that shit into our class, but we had secondhand smoke, like,
1: <laughs> all the time. Yo. Third grade, Miss Garska. Sixth grade, Mr. Maho. Oh shit.
0: You name <laughs> these mom.
1: They all smoked.
0: They all smoked. And I I'm aging myself cuz back then they could smoke in the teachers lounge.
1: Oh, they could? Yes. I don't think you could smoke in the teachers lounge when I was when now when, when I was in elementary school, but they reeked.
0: Yeah, they reeked.
1: Like cigarettes
0: and cuz I'm aging myself even more cuz when I was in elementary school, we had a dentist in house.
1: Oh shit. But I had a dentist in school. So
0: like
1: second grade, yeah, elementary
0: grade. and the nurse and, and Dr. Tracy, the principal, still had a fucking good thing to but discipline people. No, yep, and he used to hit. He used to hit kids. Not me. I they just showed it to me a couple of times.
1: Well, they said, "You see
0: this?" <laughs> they showed it to me, and I was like, "You will not need to use that on me, sir."
1: I will be well behaved, big white man. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that to say when you said librarians being ugly, my teachers did not age very well. And maybe it's because they were serious smokers? Probably. I want to say my
0: white teachers Andy. Well,
1: my white teachers. Well, by the way, all my teachers were white.
0: Because my black teacher, there was, we had one Spanish teacher when I was in um, Barnard Brown Elementary School and it was Miss Natal and all the boys loved her because she was she a was curvy Puerto Rican woman. Curvy like mm-hmm. and had a buns, okay. Ha, a buns, <laughs> like flat out. All right, so, oh, and I'm sorry if her son is if you watch us, I'm not sure, and I'll say your name. But Miss Natal was like, Yo, all the boys were all about Miss Natal. She was gorgeous, like dark hair, I love that body, I love oops, that, but everything. So she aged amazing. So I know most white women in there was. Probably
1: mad. Nah. Mad
0: as fuck. Like, why are you so very? Because the melody so sexy. Why are you so exotic?
1: <laughs> That's the word. I exotic. <laughs> but you want to hear what's crazy? That my elementary school crush was. White man. Mr. De Jesus. And you know who Mr. De Jesus is? is dead. So crazy. So, Mr. DeJesus is the gym teacher. I mean,
0: like, if he looked anything like Fred. I mean,
1: even though I don't see
0: Fred like that, clearly I don't either. You don't either. I know he's attractive. He he is. He has it all. Fred is amazing. Just man, all around. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like he puts shit together and I literally, he's coming. He does with my everything <laughs> to put stuff together. Today. Yo, he has he has a fucking toolbox that rolls around. I
1: it was so impressed. Best.
0: I was so impressed by him, and I continue to tell, tell him, him that. Tell them
1: about the the. Oh. <laughs> The reel you wanted to put together. So I wanted to
0: put, and he's going to hate that we're talking about him. No,
1: he's
0: not. So I wanted to put a reel together because he was up there putting uh, a a closet system up for Rocio. Mm -hmm. And he's in there with a tool belt. And, you know, he's he's in shape. He's a good looking man. So I was like, we are missing an opportunity. (laughs) We need to have you rip your shirt off.
1: Yes. Into a whole like it's hot, I'm hot, with the tool belt and throw the shirt and I was like, yo, you know how many fucking DMs you'll get?
0: But then I was like, We already
1: get a lot of
0: DM
1: But the funniest part is that when I had gone into the room he was he was doing something in the closet and the only thing that popped out was his bubble butt. (laughs) And I, I don't make fun of it. He knows <laughs> it's, strong. It's, it's, strong. it's not fair. It's really not fair. But we digress. My <laughs> my elementary school crush, Mr. Mr. DeHansel. Yeah. he looked good because he, he looks great. He, he looks great. Yeah. Me and Freddie didn't know each other at the time. Me and Freddie met at an all ages night club when I was fifteen. And guess what? His little pickup line for me was. Oh, you go to school in Hartford. My dad is a principal in Hartford. He was a principal at the time, Mm -hmm. and I was was like, I was like, oh my god, Mr. DeJesus, (laughs) because he needed. Yes, I was like the resemblance, whatever. And he said yes, so that was his pickup line. Oh, and we, we dated did. for like two months and then he went to college and we stayed friends and whatever. And I wish
0: I had a Mr. hazels. I never had any. Blunt.
1: But he was the gym teacher. There was only
0: one guy, actually, Mr. Lattrick. <gasps> he
1: was- Mr. Lattrick! Mr. Dejesus, <laughs> oh. <laughs> my first Girl! When he first came, I all know, of was like... English class? Body, and at
0: first he was really, really cool, and then he became strict. But then he found his way. But when I saw him first, I was like, Mister trap I've never seen a white and
1: man You're like a little Military cut, cut and, and his, his body, count,
0: like on the I never looked yes. at honestly. I never looked at a white man like that before. And when I say I was probably a sophomore, and I was like.
1: Shout out to Mr. Latraque. I know McCausland, rest in peace. He was... Girl, he was, I was just he about was to bring him the too, But he did... Exactly. Those were the requests. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Rest in peace. Right, rest in peace.
0: He was my favorite... Oh my God. Teacher. Oh my God, he was amazing.
1: When I was... But like, Mr.
0: track? No. So track was like... Oh, but wait, Mr. McCausland had a Harley, y'all. Uh, okay. Like full, full off. Harley, okay, with boots and everything. That was back in the day, husband. So and he was relaxed.
1: missing a finger like this because he was the wood shop teacher. So we gave him a little gangster. You know he what broke, I'm saying?
0: Yeah, he gave him street cred. Street cred. He broke a few fights too. He broke up a few fights. He was and he,
1: he loved was black straight. women. He was the was fact that his son's other. mother and nothing well, clearly his son's mother was black made him even hotter. It's just a whole situation. Yeah. But because when I was class president, he was the advisor for junior and senior year. I spent so much time in that classroom. But when I tell you he was so cool, he would let me go get Chinese food and keep the door cracked to the room oh, in the know, back. So I could come, come back
0: with the Chinese food. he been going to talk about cool ass people in high school. Because Owen, oh, the security guard, used to give yeah. me dressed. Oh. He used to
1: me his car
0: and say, if you go to Burger King, get me this. Here you go. Know. I used to be like...
1: So basically, if you go into Burger King, then I need you to go to Burger King for me real quick. And then get yourself
0: something. If I needed to get out for prom or if I needed to get out for a basketball game, for whatever, because I used to get my hair done for basketball games. So basketball.
1: Just for basketball. And tell them what you used to get. Finger wings. Finger wings. I used to get it blown
0: out, whatever. I, I always had to a hairstyle before. Don't ask me why I just wanted And to be Diana cool.
1: also had why the matching cool. and Reeboks with the same color belt. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> coats, leather coats.
0: Oops. But yeah, Owen, oh my God, Owen was. Best.
1: You know what's funny that? Um, I mean, this is a total nonsense. where we didn't plan this, but I always had security and police officers at school, and I never felt that it was a negative thing. Like I always felt like maybe it's because we became cool with them and Mm -hmm. maybe because we weren't the problem kids, but I always felt like it was dope to have that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now, unfortunately, y'all generation or the younger people who may not or may Mm -hmm. listen to us are like offended at the fact that there should Mm -hmm. be police officers or security school.
0: No, they need it.
1: I mean, they obviously need it and, you know, um, unfortunately we've had some my, kid, my kids actually happen, but my kids
0: actually are cool with their res- they're called resource officers okay and now they're not security guards like we used to have they're actually police officers.
1: so we they had understand. a police officer too we had we did. two oh you, oh, you did. Two. i did i, I don't Marshall think we, had. Did. we did i don't think so we had greg yeah. security and a few security but then we had i forget her name and she was so dope. we had a female. No, we, we had we had yes, we had a dope ass woman in the mom from ninety four to No, oh, she was the one with the freckles. Yes, like that was everyone saw her as mom. Is it? I yes.
0: was
1: just talking to her husband for PZ. Yeah. Was oh my who. god! I'm Isn't this crazy? God. But I always felt like I was. It's now a well, you know, like I don't know what I was watching the other day, and it was like, oh, you know, the schools feel like prisons, and I'm like, I never felt like their presence was a bad thing. Mm. I always felt like it was like a great thing. And I love
0: that they were Hispanic and Black, hundred guards and hundred officers. But by
1: the guys. way, honestly, we went to such a heavily predominantly oh. brown school that I don't think anyone would respect a white. Yeah, because all the
0: white classic. kids went to like classical. Well,
1: I was in classical, a classical too.
0: You were in classical
1: in honors in AP, but you're oh. right. All the white kids that came from No Webster. I was not. And the West End <laughs> were <in laughs> those
0: On the roll, nothing.
1: <laughs> you're
0: not mala. But anyway. But oh my god. I'm I'm still a little bit bad, but. Different places. The other
1: day she called me an asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: But now she sees when she does asshole. But you know what's I mean?
1: <laughs> Oh, this little pen is really cute. It's really head. cute. Thank you. I was like
0: I, I like the way that it's matching
1: with like the neck you know what saying? I wasn't was purpose it's to wing these first, But everything's happening. Diane was at my house the other day and who are we talking about that's an asshole?
0: I mean, I consider myself to be one, but um, at the moment, uh, something was happening. I was like, they're it's an a, asshole. I,
1: like, she looked at me straight and was like, well, you know you're an asshole. And I was like, am I? So I had to do some self-reflecting. Well, all of last week, I really embraced that asshole side of me. But I told her it was an asshole in a good way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: assholes gravitate to assholes. I'm sorry. If you think about a friend group,
1: God, I don't know. People name. are assholes. I don't feel about that right now. People are assholes. Well, assholes matter in every, I, sense, every of sense of the word. <laughs> See that man? <laughs> I, I, I've come to find that out. Oh. Like, um. So anyway, so how was your week, D? My
0: week was great. I went to a couple of volleyball games, which have been sort of kind of conflicting with my workouts. That's a problem it is a problem but
1: how you go to work out at like six in the morning
0: yeah but on tuesdays and thursdays they only have like a 6 p.m class and my daughter's uh games oh. are at six but now what i've come to realize in the realization of the situation of the you know is that i'm gonna be late to my daughter's games because you gotta get that one a couple times no oh they I gotta get in but they start late so I'm there. Let me tell you, last week, real quick, I went to a I game. made you so mad. You're like I not I could have worked out. You're, I must have said, said I must have said I could have worked out like six times to everybody that came in because I went into the school and everybody was looking at me like because I was going to a suburban school first of all, which is predominantly white. which is quote
1: for white,
0: predominantly white. So when I walked in, everybody was sort of kind of looking at me like, what she doing here? And I was like, okay, shit, what's going on? You know, it's <laughs> right. you not know feeling. Like, I'm not shopping, I'm not stealing. So, <laughs> so I walked in, I'm walking in, I'm like... So then I saw the JV coach, but I didn't see the team. So I was like... Oh, they the... late late. Where's the team? They late late. Yeah, the bus is not here yet. <laughs> so then, JV has to play three games before varsity starts. So I was there from like four... 30 to about 9. Wait, so
1: what time?
0: My workout's at 6. And then their game started at 7.30. So I could have went to my workout. Mm -hmm. So I told my daughter on Tuesdays and Thursdays, if you have games, I'm going to be late. As long
1: as you catch her by that second Yeah, I'm going to be late. I'm going
0: to be late. And I'm going to go in there with my sweaty ass, vagina, and butt. What happened? I just just finished working out. Maybe I should join me.
1: Maybe all the motherfuckers there need to get a workout. There's a few people. I can guarantee.
0: I ain't trying to say nobody.
1: But that
0: was shady. <laughs> Asshole.
1: And I'm here to point that out. What did I do this weekend? Um, so, happy Latino History Month. Latine, Latinx. No I don't embrace the Latinx. I don't no embrace news. the Latinx. I think we haven't even done a good job at solidifying Latino. So, uh, it is September and we have started um latino heritage month so what did i do i went to see my mom speak at trinity college which was great um they had her there speaking to la voz latina which is their um land erg group and then i was invited to a gender wealth gap conference which was a lot of like bad bitches like i don't even know how i got invited to this thing but like, no, 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 I mean, like, on. like ambassadors from United Arab Emirates, Iceland, like movers and shakers, like real women, who real are, but they're like shaker. making real impact in like the globe. So my girlfriend, Indiana, who's an amazing human being, Diana knows her as well. At LinkedIn. Shout out Ileana.
0: I was uh-huh. so glad to hang out with her and Erica.
1: Shout hey, out
0: Erica. Yo,
1: and both of them are like, Bad So Ileana is a senior person at LinkedIn. Erica owns a dry bar
0: in, um, in New York somewhere.
1: Upstate. Not upstate. In uh, Rockland County. So if you're ever in the area, shout out to Erica and Dry Bar. Um, and then Ty Heath, who is like major bad bitch at LinkedIn, uh was on the panel, so they invited me to sit with them at their table and it was just so dope. You know, like it's like this weird thing of like I have a hard time going to things and not critiquing them because I feel like I'm so passionate, especially when it comes to the Latina space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really well done. The woman, um, and I'm going to mess up her name, but her I know her first name is Claudia Edelman. Um, Romo Edelman. She's a Mexican woman. She has an amazing organization called We Are All Human. And um, she put this entire event together. And their organization really um, specializes in the pathway for Latinos. So their goal is to get more Latinas into CEO spots and executive Mm. spots and, like, setting that pathway. Um, I just feel like there were a few things lacking. Like, it was a Latina brunch and the lunch was smoked salmon, which I thought was kind of like a disconnect. It was like a que pasa. It was kind of <laughs> like a Pero Oaxape. Pero Oaxape. You could yeah. have had
0: some tacos with empanavillas. Like, yes, Let like know. tapped
1: into different,
0: yeah. different
1: Latino, you know, Latino. Latino. I just felt like that was a bit of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I also you know, like I like to have real res- resolu- resolutionary conversations around these topics. So meaning like most of the people there were representing their companies mm-hmm. so to an extent you have to be a little filtered and i just feel like until you're having real conversations, conversations. without worrying about honest job. yes okay. without worrying about Should how I you're say? saying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly it's like yeah change needs to come and that's through allyship which is like allyship meaning having partnerships with white women who are using their voice and their platform and their privilege to help in moving us forward is essential. hundred percent. It's not to eliminate white women, but it has to be in a space where you can have honest conversation mm-hmm. about the shit that we deal with as Latinas, as Brown women as a whole that they just don't deal with. Right. So I just think that there was a few disconnects there, but that being said, I'm here for anything that is moving the agenda forward even if it's a millimeter of a step. Um, what else did I do? I think being in New York also gives me this like energy and Diana probably noticed because I sent her like 17 text messages about the podcast as I was leaving in the city. Um, so I felt like I don't want to live in New York again. I think New York has a lot of work to do after COVID in my opinion. But There is a very unspoken energy that New York gives you as a creative and as a hustler to just like want to do more. And there's more, 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 more from a growth perspective. So all in all, good weekend. And now we're here. What are we talking about today? Today
0: we are talking about um, being a bad bitch. So bad bitches have bad days, too. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Megan The Stallion song, which we'll tap into later, but it's okay to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Right. And we don't talk about it enough, especially as Latino women. I don't think that we talk about, you know, mental health. We don't talk about, you know, everything has to be so quiet. And I remember, you I'm so embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know? Oh no, of course not. Like I, I, you know, this is totally to the left, but my mom says she never went through menopause. <laughs> Listen, mom, you did.
1: And <laughs> the funny thing is, I feel like my mom has been having hot flashes <laughs> since I was born. Not only <laughs> that, like yo, siempre The
0: mood, the yeah. fucking roller coaster of moods. I so. You know Since
1: I was born. Since I was born.
0: And then, Why
1: not... Right, <laughs> Let's talk
0: about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. But, yeah. So, you were you were saying, which I thought was amazing, and I want you to explain it, what you think that bitch is. You know, it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, what you do or whatever. It's yeah. It's more of a...
1: So, I think that, in my opinion, <laughs> there is a... Unfortunately, because what we have found and what I have found throughout my career or my life is that... We suffer, a lot of us, because I know some, what we would call executive women and what we see as society as successful, like senior women at Google and like Tesla, who are dealing with some serious shit, get what I'm saying? But I say that to say that it, it is like... To me, a disconnect to think that being a bad bitch has to do with what you do for a living or for as a career. Like, I definitely think it's a mindset. I think we do, what I was gonna touch upon earlier mentioning the women from Google is that I'm around these environments and no matter what you do or how successful you are, we have a tendency to self-deprecate. We have a tendency to, to um, be insecure. Even if we're the most secure person, Mm -hmm. even if we are super successful at what we do, even if on our social media we give off this energy, because, I mean, why would so many people want to follow you if you're not always having a good day? You get what I'm saying? So it's like we have the first thing we go to and we talked about this actually this weekend at the table um, because Claudia was suggesting that we have real conversation intimately, you know, while the panel was about to happen and the first thing that came up is like as a black woman when i was stepping into corporate and this is ty was sharing a story the first thing she had to think about was how she should wear her hair Mm. and it's like the fact that she had to spend time and energy on something that a white woman would never have to deal with is what I feel like, and this is like a minimal example, leads us to naturally be inclined to have these self-deprecating thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the first thing we go to is like, I'm not good enough. Or was that good enough? Or I was invited to speak somewhere and everyone is telling me it was great. But inside, I'm like, was it mm-hmm. great? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I say that to say about self-deprecation and about insecurities being kind of rooted in us. Um Leading us to believe that to be a bad bitch, you have to be an entrepreneur or you have to be a senior executive or you have to be someone that's making a global change or you have to be someone who is like running shit from a societal standard of work. But to me, a bad bitch is a mentality. Like, you can be a stay-at-home mother. You can be caretaking for your ill husband or mother or family member. You could be a 9-to-5 or you could be, as Diana said, a stripper. You could be doing adult work. You could be doing whatever you have to do to, to make money, to put food on the table for your family. Like, it's about the mindset. Like, if we think about it, and I just thought about this. Cardi B is a great example of this. Mm -hmm. Like, she has never veered from being honest about her background. Stripping, her ass not being real, Mm -hmm. being from the hood, being overly sexual, sex positive, I like to say. But it's funny because now that she's famous, we think she's a bad bitch. Right. But if we were to turn Cardi B into the girl who's that gold club up the street, she's not a bad bitch. Right. You know... But I'm going to tell you, the, girl, the girls like go Club right now, bad bitch, guys, bitches. Because a bitch is really thinking about putting my feet on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay.
0: I might do something else. But I want to give you wow. the definition of bad bitch mentality because it's there's a definition out there. So just in case you're wondering what it is, this is going to be sort of kind of long, but I'm just going to take the, the good parts out of it. Having the mindset that you can do anything and everything you want in this world, even if everyone tells you you can't do it because, you know, there's some haters out here, but you tell them as I can. Watch me. Having a bad bitch mentality is now considered a positive trait, right? And girls with a bad bitch mentality go farther, stronger, and harder and always come out on top because they never stop. They never give up. And that is why they succeed. So that's what Rosie was talking about, having that mentality. So whatever it is that you do, if you're hustling, if you're a stripper, if you are a CEO at a company, if you are a mom that's juggling uh, parent meetings and all that stuff, if you're a mom that's also working, if you're you know whatever it is that you're doing, as long as you have that bad bitch mentality, you're getting shit done. That is good. But we talking about bad bitch mentality, but also that it's okay to have that bad day. It's okay to. Make sure that you, you know, you're human. So you're going to have bad days too. So that's why we was trying to talk about this. So like that. Some people, they, they, they want to, you know, put that perfect out there. You know, if you go on Instagram, lots
1: of people. I want to say that me.
0: eight out of 10 people are putting that positive. They're doing everything beautiful. Everything. Oh, everything's perfect. Everything. And then you see them in person and they're in fucking shambles. And you're like, but wait a minute.
1: Yeah, because how you <laughs> for example, I'm being petty, but like how you on Instagram is slowly you lose a weight, but you're not showing us when you're taking the shots of a Like real talk. So what happens is someone who's following you because you're this inspirational person, blah blah blah, is now starting to feel insecure or starting to feel like fuck, whatever I'm doing is not working. I'm not saying that. In social media, whatever, however you build your brand do you Mm -hmm. but i do think that we need to find a way as individuals to be strong enough and founded enough in our bad business to not be impacted by what other people are doing right i feel like that's probably the first tool that you need to remind yourself yeah i'm a bad bitch like in the sense of individualized regardless of what's happening around you in your environment because if anything is like Social media, yeah, I, I saw this, um, I forget what it's called on Netflix, but I think it's called the social media dilemma or something, where it's like, mm-hmm. the goal of social media was meant to be a good thing. It's brought families together. It's It keeps people connected. Mm-hmm. But like anything with monetization, as you're trying to build money, which let's remember this is a business, everything is a business, there has to be ways to turn these things into engines that make people money Mm -hmm. so it allows for spaces where people now are thinking to build their brand and not necessarily be honest with themselves but i can talk about that forever and go on a tangent but i do i do think that there's something to be said about bad bitch being a mentality not just like a catchy phrase that meg the stallion
0: has kind of owned yes and also back to having a bad thing It's okay. You need to talk to your people. And if you have people that you can't talk to, then you need to get some people. Get some people and talk to them. Because at the end of the day, you're going to find out that they went through the same shit. Mm -hmm. Because we were just talking before we even started recording. And we some broken ass people. We're broken. Everybody got some shit. And if you're perfect, congratulations. I want nothing to do with you. Basically, You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Be broken. It's okay. Everybody got their shit. Everybody's going through some shit. Everybody's going to go through some shit. Everybody's life is not perfect. And again, like I said, if it is, congratulations. Shit is probably boring. (laughs) (laughs) That part. It's probably boring. So talk to people because you'll find out that you're not the only one that, you know, forgot to send the lunch to to your daughter's or son's school. You're not the only one that has to now go run and bring the cleats because we forgot (laughs) to put them in the bag. You're not the only one. You're not the only one, and those are just yeah. you know minor examples, but you're not the only one. Like
1: Yeah, you're not the only one who's been on 10 interviews and think you're about to get this job, and you feel so good about it, and unconsciously, subconsciously, privately, you're planning already how you're going to navigate this new position, and how you're going to kill it, because you know you're so perfect for it. That's what you do, because I navigate how much money I'm going to be spending. That part. I get my But the worst for me is that I start, I literally start strategizing for this brand i get yeah, excited yeah, about yeah. it i'm like oh my god so many things that i could do and then you never hear back sometimes or you hear back and mm-hmm. the critique well that up. should
0: just, that should just happen to me honestly just it, as you know it just happened to me and, and they went with someone that had the same title you know so it would have been a promotion for me but they, they
1: transitioned they
0: transitioned to somebody that had the same title and i was just like okay so send me some feedback and when that person doesn't work
1: out Exactly. (laughs) But but I want to I want to touch upon that because that's an example of how you're a bad bitch on a daily, but you dealt with something that could have impacted that mindset for you. Mm -hmm. So what is it that you tap into or what is it that you do? You know, like some people have affirmations, Some people do other things. Some people could just shake it off. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, what is it in that example, which is kind of minimal to to someone like Diana? but like, what is it that you tapped into to transition out of the mindset?
0: Well, first of all, when they reached out to me, so that was the thing, right? So I'm I'm very happy where I'm at right now. So, and I'm comfortable, but they reached out to me. So I was like, okay, this this won't hurt. If anything, you know, it, it, it'll help me practice for, you know, I haven't interviewed in a long time. So let me practice, right? Mm. So interviewed uh, on the phone a couple times past that. Went to the next phase, which was interviewing with two people that would be, you know, um, in the team that I would be assisting or whatever. So um, thought the interviews went great, had them laughing. They were just like, oh, my God, you know, you're amazing, blah, 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 you know, and they're probably telling everybody this. But in my mind, I, I, I and it took a long time for me to get here, right? Because like I said, that, that brokenness and you start just like trying to piece stuff together and and puzzles and, and, and oh, uh. It took me a while to get here, but what what I, what I found is that I put my best foot forward. And if they don't want me, they're lost and it's out of my control.
1: But how did you, get or here. maybe you don't even know, but how did you do that? So it's like, if we're going to be able to provide a tool today, like what is it? Or is there something, is it is it like... Do you just kind of like repeat to yourself the, the positive talk or whatever? Because it's like, it's so easy to be like, fuck it. Like, they no, they there's a lot talk. of, there's a lot of positive
0: talk. Yeah. There's a lot of self-reflection. You know, um, I prepared my, there was a lot of preparation because, um, I had people throwing questions at me and, you know, I, I there was a lot of preparation. Um, I made sure that I was ready because it was going to be a lot of money.
1: <laughs> so I was like, I get it. <laughs> But I think, you know... In and no, I was saying
0: when I did this, honestly. See, I thought, uh, but
1: she's really good at that. Like, Diana's really good at even stopping me to be like, when? You know, instead of if. But I want to know how you got there. Like
0: I got I- there with work. Just like going through life and, and getting knocked down a million times. Mm-hmm. Going through life and, you know, giving myself pep talks, right? Because there was a lot of times where, like, even with my daughter, I was going through... um post you know postpartum depression and I didn't know what that was and until I said something to my doctor was when he was like oh wait you're going through postpartum and I'm like what is this because I was having crazy thoughts about like just suicide you know what I'm saying and I never really shared that with anybody but I was having thoughts about it but I was like "But why am I having these thoughts so I was having these thoughts but then also talking to myself like I have a beautiful family. Why am I having these mm-hmm. thoughts, right? So then I was like, let me talk to my doctor about this because
1: and that's you know, great because and it, then the you, thing with postpartum is your hormones take control of so your you're body. Thinking, Damn, I don't think they say like why is this happening, but when it's hormones and like the, the chemicals in your brain, you really can't control it.
0: You can't control it. And then I already had anxiety, so partner partner that up with crazy thoughts, right? So and then a they, new baby, and then a new baby, right? So then and but then there's four kids in the house. And then partnered that up that I was going to have a surgery for hysterectomy. So.
1: <laughs> Put me in a fetal position <laughs> in the closet and find me later. Yeah. So
0: it was a, a, a lot, a lot, a lot of work, a lot of therapy. I started seeing a, ther- a therapist, a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. And just, just, you know, putting into practice the things that the therapist was telling me to do and reading uh I, I, I found that at that time I, I i I tapped into my spiritual side I started going to church a lot and then just reading the word and all that stuff and I'm kind of I'm kind of mad at myself transparently and very because i I tend to go there when I need to mm-hmm. when I should stay there you know so Thank i you. i'm 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 working on that you know I'm a work in progress as a lot of people say but <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, just the, the, the getting knocked down, getting, you know, that work, just working on yourself and, and the, the self-talk, the, the, the pep talk and, and, and allowing myself to be broken in front of other, other people, mm-hmm. sharing my brokenness with other people and saying, even if the person don't reciprocate, just saying, Hey, I'm, my best friend Nat is the best at, cause she is my fault and she knows. And so is Rocio. I, I've shared so many things with her and it, it's just a, a way to vent it off and, and, you know, and when I work, when I'm doing work on myself, I'm also thinking about what I would like to hear. So when my friends are going through their times and having their, their things, you know, well, let me give you what I want, what I would want you to tell me. So I'm pouring into you so that you could pour back into me. So it just took a lot of work and, you know, I'm about to be a big age next year. <laughs> a big age right there. so it just took it just took a lot of work and and, you know work you only get that one brain one body one so you just have to work on that you know it's and purposely purposely it's it's purposeful you have to make sure that you have a lot of a lot of the right people and Mm -hmm. it took a lot you know because good example back in the day i used to I, i used to smoke a lot of marijuana and I had a lot of friends back in the day, you know, because I used to provide the marijuana and then I used to cook when I smoked the marijuana. So, you know, but then I was like, ah, oh, I can't be doing this. Like, you know, I'm having these kids. Like, so I stopped smoking and I, and I lost friends, mm. you know, but in my head, I'm like, okay, so these friends were only around because so they're not real friends. So let me get me some real friends. Let me go through some shit with some real friends and whoever fall off, they fall off.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm.
0: whoever th- but you have to make sure. And I know that that's on no new friends by Drake, right? And a lot of people wanna say, "Oh, no new friends." Look, whatever. You need friends. Like you need people that you could share experiences with, you know, good and bad. We I had a actual um situation happen where this girl I knew was at her lowest and Natalie always says you always trying to you always trying to fix people you always trying to find your friends mm-hmm. right? right and I was like well you know that people usually find me right so in my head I'm like well God put this person in my in my path for a reason we built this person up we built her up like all 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 my friends from the gym we built this person up she goes and gets engaged we find out through Facebook. <laughs> 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 I was like oh was like. I was like so, you know if you like it i love it but you know i started taking a step back then you know because now you built up now you now you Cause, got
1: because what she was able to do is is take right. right
0: exactly and
1: because yeah. there are those relationships too
0: and, right so i took a step back you know because i
1: in my, in my mind i'm like, you
0: good you strong whatever yeah she started you know reaching out like what's wrong with it? and i gave it to her this is what's wrong i built you up mm-hmm. and then when you didn't need me no more you, you, you. So okay, I'm gonna give you your space, like, and nothing petty. But you're not pouring into me. I can't, I'm pouring into you like crazy. You, your cup running over. Like, but you're
1: not even you're overflow not, enough where you got engaged. Right. And I and I gotta find out through Facebook. Right? Right.
0: But anyways, she probably gonna be mad when she read it, when she hear that.
1: Don't worry, we don't know who you are,
0: or do we? She knows who she is. A couple people know who she is. Because, you know, Natalie knows who she is, too. Because I was like, well, let me call Nat. So, like, that you can't tell people that I'm, I'm telling you straight up. Because, right. that's how I am. I'm not. You either like me or you don't. Like, there's no gray area. I'm going to tell you your jeans look crazy. I'm going to tell you those she's look crazy. And I expect people to do the same for me. Like, right.
1: bad, that's what bad bitches do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was a long-winded answer. No, but I love it. <laughs> I love it because... It's, it's that reminder of bad bitches having bad days, but it's also important to be like, we'll talk about uh, bigger resources towards the end of the conversation, but it's important to, like I started telling Sophie, um, we don't have bad days. We have bad moments within what could be still a good day mm-hmm. because I um, I'm not exactly sure what's been happening in the last few years of my life. But um, I feel a deep sense of appreciation for time, and I feel a deep sense of appreciation for relationships, and I feel just a deep sense of appreciation for life. Um, Yes, excuse me. Um, But I think it's important for people to know that it's like, it's as simple as, reading the word. I know we curse a lot and we talk a lot about sex and we talk a lot about things that are taboo, but me and Diana are two God-fearing women who at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, it's like, we know we were put here for a purpose by something way bigger than us. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that about going to church because Phil, I think Phil had a conversation with you, but he always says, um, you know, people always go to God at the end mm-hmm. or when they're in their turmoil. When you should have just been with him at the beginning yeah. the whole way through it.
0: Phil actually like cussed me out without cussing it. He was like, Diane, look at all the blessings in your life. <laughs> he just became a Southern man. And I was huh? like, I thought we were getting it like, <laughs> You're like he was like, "You told me yourself to God." I was like, "I am open to God." You know what I mean? I was like, "I do." Exactly. Okay. So I, you know what? And I've been on a on a path to try to find like, because I went somewhere, and I'm also the type of person that I see through. And not to the say, bullshit. Yeah. Some places you of worship. Some places of worship are, you know, they want to raise money, and I understand that they want to raise money to make sure the parish continues and all this. But some of these mega churches, I'm like, and I find, and I, and I found my niche in a couple of them, but then it's just like, I see, I don't know.
1: I just, it's well, it it hard Let me know. It's, it's just hard. For our I, I wanted to
0: go to, to, I think it was Vox. Jenny told me about Vox in downtown Hartford. I wanted to try that out. And then there's another one that, uh, you know, there's supposed to be like a, you know, open type of, you know. So as you out. are. Yeah, and I just want to be able to go somewhere, and I like—I really like the one that my mom went to, that my mom goes to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, I will probably just go there honestly. But um, I feel good whenever I go. It's not—it's not, you know, it's not a bad feeling that I get. I always cry because it's just I'm cleansing myself. Yeah, I'm so such a Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always cleansing, crying. Hey. And I always feel like the preacher's is looking straight in my soul like, hey.
1: Because that's how What's old that? Steph works. It's like he's using this person as a vessel to oh, spend the heart. like seat they're seat. speaking right. And I'm like, what? You're like, oh, really? oh I heard you. I hear you.
0: No, but. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah. I I, I I, have to do that. And I will.
1: He knows my heart. I always say that too. He knows my heart. I feel like. Um. I've had a lot of pressure probably my whole adult career because I've had such um, great success professionally. Um, and I say that, I shouldn't even say that. I've had great success professionally, but I feel like that's also part of the societal, you know, what people deem as success because I've worked with a lot of famous people. So people automatically, like, oh my God, blah, blah. But like, yeah. Uh, I started as an assistant you know what I'm saying like that's not necessarily like CEO bad bitch status um but I say that for me it it is been tricky to tap into that bad bitch as I've transitioned to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and like you know still having some you know high net worth clients here and there but it's not as consistent as when I worked for pop or when I worked for Jay or when I was with Ellen, you know, so I had to chip away at my ego, excuse me, and remind myself that I'm still a bad bitch, that I'm still a bad bitch as a mother, as a wife, as a, as a daughter, as someone who is choosing herself, as someone who is choosing happy, as someone who's defining the parameters and boundaries for myself. Like it's not just professionally, but I did deal with, um and Diana knows this because I would call her and be like you know, my ego is like that that chip of like who are you or who am I if I don't if Mm -hmm. I'm not connected to this person Mm -hmm. or what are you professionally if I can't be like oh yeah you know I work for Ellen DeGeneres or I'm building so-and-so's brand and it's like that was for me and because of the circles that I you know, professionally have been in. I always had this perception of the, those women being the bad bitches. Mm. You know, I never and not saw. Putting yourself yes, in. I never saw my, especially as I was transitioning into entrepreneurship or didn't have a client that was significant. Or but by bad. the way, oh okay. okay.
0: god! A lot of people be talking about the bad bitch, and they really don't be. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people be like, "I'm a bad
1: bitch. I'm a bad bitch,"
0: and then they become the bad bitch because they started with that.
1: Well,
0: wow. do your thing. Let's I'm just touch upon that. I'm just saying.
1: Because I just ran into this social media woman who's like the number one speaker. Blah blah blah.
0: Was she number one? Was she good?
1: Well, she's not necessarily my style, but she has. You know, because the key to branding is... But if she's branding. number one, she should be everybody's style. Right. But it's not my style. It. But she has started this thing. So you know how manifestation has become like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And manifestation, depending on what you think about it or how you see it, is not something as simple as like, I think I'm a millionaire. Therefore, I am a millionaire. That's not the mindset. Manifestation is putting in the work and continuing to have, like Diana, that positive thinking that living as if you are. But what this woman has come up with is something called scripting. And Mm. it's, I guess it's, it's become big enough or she's got like, I don't know how many million followers, but it's, it's living as if you already are. So sort of kind of like a vision board in action. Yes. So you speak Mm. to yourself. Like today I met with my, First client, I closed the deal for $50,000. I had my baby. My son's name is Isaiah. You know, like whatever you're wanting. hoping for or right. wanting or desiring in that season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's, it's like a playoff manifestation. So and and gonna I'm going to go buy my Rose quartz. Well, that's the thing. I think because I'm so <laughs> jaded, I don't know if it's because I've worked in this space for so long where I'm like, well, I identify as a millionaire. What is that? What else do I have to do? Should I call right, Should I call the energy company? Right. And should I just be like, I'm a millionaire. Like, don't, like you know, why you bothering me? don't you know who I am? I'm a fucking millionaire. Why are you bothering me? Like, I don't need to pay your $200 bill. You know who I am? Just look up my fucking Oh my Q god, star. I would never say that to somebody.
0: Even if we like
1: Oh my god, do you remember Brandy? When, that whole cool thing with even Brandy, even when, Brandy and Ray J? Oh my god, I would never. When Ashton Kutcher, do you remember when he had that show, Punk. Oh yeah. And Brandy got stopped? It's probably aging. But Brandy, if you know or don't know, Brandy was being punked and she got stopped by the cop. And what did she say to him? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs>
0: That's embarrassing.
1: That's tacky.
0: Tacky. That's
1: if you have to say do you know who I am, they don't. They, know they who don't who know who you are. are. They don't know who you are. They don't care. And that was a bad bitch in a non bad bitch moment, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So I do want to pair, uh, like, pivot into Meg Thee who inspired, in a sense, this conversation. Um, her song. We're gonna dive into that and some really dope resources that she has that we didn't even know existed.
0: Because if you go onto Bad Bitches Have Bad Days too, literally, that's actually a site that Megan The Stallion has put together so that people can go on there and look for help resources for you know suicide prevention. If you want to find a therapist. If you, she, she even has a whole section on LGBTQI plus, QIA plus, I'm sorry if I'm messing up the...
1: I know, the alphabet community. The, yeah. We are extremely sensitive and accepting of you all. It's oh, just very...
0: Yeah, we, 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 we just want to make plus, sure. Plus, yeah, we just want to make sure that we're getting everybody. But it is literally called Bad Bitches Have Bad Days, too. And when I'm looking to the left here, because I have my laptop. <laughs> and I don't want to... Diana Resourcing, I, I'm resourcing. So no, she's doing she the
1: researching. So
0: she yes. has like a therapy. She has a therapy platforms where you can go on there, and she also has a mental health resources. And you keep scrolling down, Which she has like phone
1: numbers yeah. there's different organizations you can call if you are having more than a bad day, right? Because I do want to address that.
0: Yeah, and then yes,
1: for me L-20 it's like
0: LGBTQIA plus. plus. And other communities. So, just in case, that because
1: I do believe there's more letters now. Yes. Um. Yes. But I mentioned earlier that I'm trying to instill in my daughter: you don't have bad days; you have bad moments within your day. But the reality is that sometimes one bad day becomes two, three, and when four, it rains, five, it fucking pours. Cool. Yes. You know like. Not everyone is equipped <laughs> to deal with loss, like health, uh, death financial fucking bankruptcy like there are some serious fucking issues that will pour into more and more and more and more days but then you also need to not to put you up no. you also
0: need to fucking see right that these small tiny issues you need to fucking get the fuck up and jack okay don't make the little tiny ass fucking issue into a fucking cancer Because, Because,
1: and not only, because what happens, if you are, if you are making, I'll give an example, if that motherfucker ain't treating you right, if that motherfucker is wasting your time, if that man, woman, whomever, your partner is not pouring into you and you are wasting time, emotion, physicality. That deserves a bad bitch moment, mm-hmm. not a bad bitch for death. You get what I'm saying? Because guess what? Especially as we get older, which we have found, what is coming and in inevitable is health issues, mm-hmm. is death, is parents dying, is siblings dying, is friends getting sick and passing away, is bills, is financial, It's your kids, it's worse. If COVID has not taught us anything, it's that life is unpredictable
0: and short. Short.
1: So if you are wasting time on the small bullshit, girl or boy or boy
0: or they or whatever
1: <laughs> or he, she, she, him, hey, they, they, them, all of y'all. There, I like that you mentioned that, Diana. Though for real, because there are some things where girl, boy, them, they.
0: It's not that serious.
1: We got uh, the okay. es que mm-hmm. and you be like, you know what? Fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can have your moment, like we said, because we're human. We always say that. You always have to sit in that in that in that moment, reflect on it, compare it to some other shit that you went through. Cause us, Because we keep picking the same
1: body a different body. But when you think about First of all, <laughs> compared to some other shit you went to. because when you sit and think about some shit that you have come out of,
0: you don't want to go into the same
1: shit. Not only, but when you think about the mental space you were in at the time, you're like, "Bitch, I could do anything." Right? I could fucking do, do anything. Because
0: when you were in that space and in that moment, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Think about your first your first breakup. That we're first we're that we're first motherfucker that broke up. Oh, don't
1: give it your first breakup. That first breakup. No, the first real breakup oh, where she was she was like, girlfriend, get you were like, You didn't want to take a bath. You know, nothing. You don't even want to eat. Thank God I've never been there. <laughs> Fuck that.
0: What? <laughs> I had that breakup when I didn't want to eat. Really? really? I didn't want to do nothing. Diana! Yes, girl. I had that fucking breakup. And I was sharing that motherfucker too. And I didn't even know. Yo, I've never been there. I've, i been there. But guess what? That shit made, gave me an armor. A super fucking. Yo, I can never not eat. Not eat. Don't be stupid, I don't llorando. I, so
1: I can't breathe. And he was cheating. I can't breathe. And he was cheating. I didn't find,
0: I didn't find that until after the fact. Oh. Then I was no. this man. Zayn.
1: Ahora por favor. But let's talk Ahora, the salad. <laughs> Off <the> yes, because <laughs> we have daughters, we have nieces, we have whatever. My best friend's daughter is an amazing, gorgeous, tall, beautiful, and it's crazy that she's like a big softball player, or whatever. But she's struggling in high school maintaining friendships, and it's like the biggest thing to her. It's like she doesn't even know how she's going to get through it. And I wish I could insert in her that it's like, girl.
0: I'm not that serious. You
1: it's not like, these people. Not only, it's like, girl. Like, how many... Ha- I have a handful of friendships from high school down. Mm-hmm. It's really not until adulthood, and I won't even call college adulthood, but even if you don't go to college, it's not until you get into the workforce... Or you start to really understand who you are and what you really like and mm-hmm. your voice and all this shit where you're like, that's where your real friendships are made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but she's devastated at times.
0: And that, listen, and she's in high school. Because I have a, I have a, I won't say her name because she listens to the podcast. And I'm sorry, I'm sharing your business. But she was having a hard time at, and she just graduated college. My God. She was having a hard time. And I was like, Fuck those bitches. So that's the this thing. This I said. Fuck those bitches. You know why? Find because now I don't to fucking see them anymore. Yes. Now they're being fucking
1: bitches. So fuck them. Find your new people. Find and, your new people. Like, Why would you even want to maintain or be in a circle of women that are unkind?
0: Well, first of all, it's
1: like, they were white. So here's the thing. And I know I'm going you that, I'm Olivia sorry. is an Afro-Latina and is always with the white girls. That's what I'm saying. And I understand
0: that you have to have friends that are, but they also have to understand you. That's why the white women that are in my life are, and I always offer myself to be a resource. Whatever you have a question about, and I know I am not fully a black woman, but I know enough black women that if I don't know the answer, I can, I can call my best friend who's black and be like, hey, listen, my white friend has a question about this. So you're not making a fucking fool of yourself. And this is what I tell my white friends. And the same shit. And if you can ask me, I'm going to ask you about 100%. white people. Why y'all do this? Because I don't understand.
1: true allyship.
0: That's true allyship.
1: Because bad bitches come in every shape.
0: Exactly. My girlfriend, Lori, she. There's she,
1: some. She listens to hey Lori. Me. but she has. Hey Lori. Her alter ego is Gina. And Gina.
0: Wait, be- were you on FaceTime together?
1: the other day?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'd be doing her neck like this. And I'd be like, yes, I rubbed off her. Shout <laughs> out to
1: Lori. <laughs> I rubbed off the with the <laughs> but What is it? What is it? What is it? You know, I do think there's something to be said about, um, let's say you go to a very predominantly white high school. You don't have exposure to other cultures, your insensitivity. There's, there, I will say this, and maybe I am stereotyping or generalizing. I don't think I've ever dealt with um, mean girl mentality in high school. I do think that mean girl mentality is very cultural or and not always, but more specific to the Caucasian
0: I dealt with environment. It. I dealt with it in high school. Mean girls. Yeah, but I'm also a different color. Were
1: you the I'm mean girl? I'm a different girl? color than you.
0: No! Uh, just saying,
1: asshole. No! <laughs> I was not the mean girl. I don't think I've ever been the mean girl until I got asked my sister Diana was the mean girl.
0: No, I brought your sister into the fall, which is I know
1: she did. She's like, my name's Diana, <laughs> and you're gonna be my friend. Cause we're dating the boys on the soccer with you. Like.
0: That. Sit here, bitch. First of all, I thought that Jessica <laughs> yeah. had amazing style. She's always had amazing style. Because she did. She and she still does. Kind and she still does. <laughs> no, but she had amazing style. And so I was like, I wanna be her friend. So I called her over and I was like, and but she tells a different story where she says.
1: It changed my life. I <laughs> say. A, trying to become her friend changed her A hundred percent.
0: No, but when I was a when I was a freshman in high school, this girl who was a sophomore was trying to bully me and then she was like, meet me after school and she didn't know that. But I feel like bully
1: is one thing.
0: No, but she was being a mean asshole to me. And but I saw me, her.
1: Mean girls is a clique. Like that whole mean girl clique where you get together uh-huh. and you create this like group of well, girls female. who are now against
0: one girl. It, it wasn't plural, but the bitch was mean for no reason. What's her name? I can't because you know what?
1: Because guess her what? Her name was Leslie. Now
0: you probably listen. No, so her right, name please. is Leslie, and she's very <laughs> well known. I won't say what she does, but people are her Oh, I know. Well, I'll tell the story now. So she tried to, and she was this short little thing. So she was trying to be mean to me. I was like, whatever, you know, like I wasn't even uh, paying attention because honestly, my parents always said, you know, if a person's smaller than you, don't don't waste your time on me. Well, mind. the money
1: thing is, your mom was a fighter.
0: My mother was a fighter. We just she saw
1: this on the passenger. She was
0: liberal, though. She was. She was like. So
1: you would have been four, the one
0: if you would have hit her. Yeah, and I would
1: have looked like. So a bad what place. was it about her delivery that was fucking with your head?
0: Well, she was me. It wasn't fucking with my head until she said, "Meet me after school. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you up." And but she was small, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I want to tell you that before the day was over. All my basketball friends
1: I was gonna say, P.S. Diana has like 72 cousins <laughs> on like a group chat. So <laughs> I no, was no.
0: not But well not only that, my cousins, my 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 basketball friends, because I was brand new to the high school and um I used to play basketball, so you know, all my basketball friends, which a lot of them were lesbians, like the butch guy. And
1: mm-hmm. Very being stereotypical in this moment. No, they were
0: fuck you up. Yeah, they were they were. Yeah. And then so by the time the end of the day came, um, they called me into the office to say if I have an issue with Leslie because she's transferred to Buckley. So in the time Wait, so were you Leslie's bully? No. From the morning where she where she
1: to told me when we were gonna
0: fight, fight. It spread. And I guess a few people went up went to her, up to her, her, her life. and were like, "If you find Daniel, you find us." So by the end of the day, when they pulled me,
1: so like, I went like, on the I scores. Know, what's the thing? Why was she fucking with you? I don't.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't. I. I think it might have been that I knew a lot of the guys, but I knew a lot of the guys because I played basketball and I used to play basketball at the Y with them. That's and then I think she was trying to get with one of the guys that was, that was played basketball. But anyways, by the end of the day, they told me that. And I was like, well, I have nothing to do. She was the one. And I told my math teacher to vouch for me. He said, well, yeah, it happened in my classroom. She was threatening Diana. Diana what? was like, Yeah. So then I got into the school bus and they was like, yo, what's up with
1: this girl? When she?" I was like, "She trashed on the bucket. I said, what'd you do? So what Diana's confirming is that she's trying to go back, bitch, <laughs> path. At a very young, at young age. I didn't even know that and I had that bad much support. That is quality. I
0: didn't when know I had that much support.
1: Four, you are. Well, I came from the project.
0: The project. When you look at the projects, you know everybody knows you. So it, it wasn't even.
1: And that's how I was made for to know Zion.
0: <laughs> so good. Even though, as we know, I'm, she used to be a little cock blocker back in the day. Oh, 100%. But she's amazing, though.
1: Oh, well, now I am. <laughs> You've been amazing. Shut up. (laughs) I also used to take my sister's clothes and then tell her I didn't wear them. And now who's taking who's clothes? My sister.
0: (laughs) Payback's a bitch. A bitch.
1: (laughs) But in all seriousness, as we wrap on Bad Bitches Have Bad Days too. I would love to, and Diana will close her, her points is, one, please take mental note of what you're allowing to affect you and give you the bad day or bad moment, however you want to deal with it, respectfully. Please take note and measure it. Give it weight. You know what I'm saying. In my opinion, if it's a if it's a man, a partner, or whatever who is just not making room for healthy you growth, that's something you need to take deeper mm-hmm. thought about. You get. And what relationships saying? also at work. hundred percent. First of all, sometimes the relationships at work are way more toxic than your relationships in your personal life. Mm -hmm. I've dealt with that. Oh, she knows. Mm -hmm. Hugely, which actually, first of all, if you think about it, we spend more time with our coworkers. Uh, After COVID, things have changed. You don't have to go into the office. Mm -hmm. But you spend more time with your boss, your coworkers, than you do with your family. Number two, in the work environment, professionally, you feel the pressure of being a breadwinner or the financial strongholds that money has on you or what you make or blah, blah, blah. But in my opinion, you shouldn't ever allow anyone to be disrespectful to you as a bad bitch professionally or personally or on the fucking street. Oh, P.S. yesterday, you would have been so proud of me. I was in New York in an Uber and there were these two girls and they were like plus size girls, but they were taking pictures in front of this really dope background. And I put the wiggle down and I was like, she she was like, (laughs) well, she got that shot. She got that shot. And it was like, can you imagine if that's really how we conducted ourselves? All the time. Like all the time. Which oh, I'm so good at it, I tend why to do not? too, but I'm like, mm,
0: feeling. Why feeling not? Feeling if, you somebody, yeah, if you
1: see somebody, yeah, if you see, if you're seeing
0: somebody with bad bitch vibes, let them know. Oh, right? Yes, why not? Shit. Sometimes people need that push, that one little, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't cost anything. Like, you're not being jealous. You're not being nothing. Just fucking do it. Why
1: not? And by the way, that makes you a queen, bad bitch. Right. Bru- when you have the ability Go
0: to the.
1: identify, cause you never know if the fellow bad bitch is actually in her bad day moment.
0: Right. And you never know when you're gonna have a fucking bad moment and the shit is re- reciprocated. Where, you know, karma. <laughs> when somebody gonna do that shit right back to you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so, um, with, uh, did you wrap up already? Yeah, I mean, my third point would just be to use the resources know who your circle of friends are and um, hold people accountable like Diana did. Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially as we get older, it's great to be able to humble yourself enough to pour into people, but it's also essential to identify what you're not being poured into. Mm-hmm. you pour
0: poor too, girl. You're no poorer. Well, thank you. You be pouring. Okay, well, my point would be if you need help, find the help. If you need therapy, find therapy. If you want to talk to resource. somebody. Resource, yes. Bad bitches have bad days too. But the, you can't uh, forget that. Megan, the, you can't forget that. Megan, the selling is just that. You could Google bad bitches have bad days too and it'll pop up.
1: Shout out to Jay Brown oh and Nation and everything they're doing over It's here. such a great That's site.
0: Amazing. It's such a great site. It has so many resource on, resources on there. But even if you don't want to go on that site, just Google therapy or, you know, Google whatever you're going through and just... Read up on it. You're not the only person. Like, if you're having a bad day or or, or feeling anxiety or or going through about a depression, you're not the only. This is why they have all this medicine and all this shit. People are making millions, right? But there's so many other avenues that you can use. Whether it's working out, whether it's uh, meditating, whether there's so many different things. And if you do wanna medicinal situations but if you do want to take a pill and 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 get medicated, those things work too you just gotta find you just gotta find your your name that goes with your hormones and you gotta be very very transparent with your doctor talk to them about how you're feeling that's why they're there that's why you have insurance use that shit don't be ashamed about the way that you're feeling don't bottle shit up because that shit just trickles into your fucking physical into your body into your Everything that's going on, you don't want to be sick. You don't want to be. No, so make sure that you get the help that you need. Talk to your people, and if you don't have the people, yo, I've reached out to people because I know their energy is off, and then they fucking just break down, and, they, and it stays with me. I, I, don't have, that. I have no reason to be like, oh, this person, you should have seen them. They, they, they portray this, but they not. I don't do that. I'm not that type of person. I, I will pour into you because usually, if you put in my path, it's like. Yo, you good? And people usually just tell me what's going on. Yeah. So just talk to people. And if somebody asks you, Are you okay? You're not, tell them you're not. They're, they're asking you, Are you okay? Tell them if you're not okay. Be like, No, I'm having this because of this. And I bet you any kind of money they'll say, I remember when this happened to this person. Oh, it happened to me. You could do this. You never know. You have all these resources that you're not even tapping into because you just want to bottle shit up. Don't bottle shit up. And if when it's a little thing, like Rosie was saying, let it be a little thing. Have your moment. Don't let it fuck up your whole fucking day because if turn weak, the day turned into week. The week turned into love. The little sh- Then you can't handle big shit. Because so the big shit is coming. The big shit is always going to come. That's life. That's the only constant is change. And with change comes bullshit. So hey, meet I do
1: think too that if you do look into therapy, um, just from my personal experience, and I know my sister and a few people, you have to be patient with the process. You have to be, first of all, finding a Latino ter- therapist is a needle in a haystack. Um, finding a brown therapist is a needle in a haystack. If you are thinking, if you're young and thinking of going to college or becoming a therapist, we need people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also be patient and be open. You ha- you could end up having a male therapist who's exceptional. And don't, don't get lost in the fact that. You may have to introduce yourself and what you're dealing with several times mm-hmm. to a new therapist until you find your match. Right, because it's, it's just like process. medicine. It's a process. It's just
0: like uh, it's, it's a relationship It's going to be a relationship, so it's just like that. So you're going to. It's not just. I've been to several where I'm just like, right. That's a you know? There's the, going to be times where you are like, exactly. Because
1: <So laughs> therapists, they're also humans. Right. Right. And it's not It's not. is not, not. You're
0: gonna to go to a therapist or to a therapy session in the first second, and you're good. Oh, good. It's going it's to work. It's work. That's what I was talking about. Work, 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 work. Like a blowjob and a hand job. Wow.
1: She always <laughs> finds a way to bring it back. But by it's the way, Blowjob and hand jobs are work. Are work. So that's love. You better love. <laughs> That better be love. Because if
0: it ain't love, why you doing the work?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's love got to do with it? Love better have everything to do with it here. I think we should end with that amazing quote that you have up on your computer. Oh, she's not
0: being a bitch. She's just less likely to put up with your shit.
1: Bad bitches, bad days too.
0: You're so not fuck you know. her to at them. It's okay to have them. It's okay. But not
1: too many. Not too many.
0: Don't let nobody steal your joy, girl. Living that shine. Oh, I'm gonna my haircut.
1: Don't I, 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 I. Don't touch it, to much.
0: I know. That's not the whole fine. El For real. <laughs> alright you so. Bye.
1: Gracias for listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!